However, all of the Bani Israel were not like this. All of them were not ungrateful. All of them were not disobedient. All of them did not kill the prophets. All of them were not disbelieving of the signs of Allah, of the verses of Allah. There were those among them who were righteous, who were true believers, who were obedient, who were grateful. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises them. Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Indeed, those people who have believed. Who are they? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا It refers to the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا And those people who became Jews. Hadu doesn't have a root, according to one opinion. Because it's a proper name which has come from the Hebrew language. And remember that whenever words are made Arabic, they don't have a root. Others have said that it's from the root letters Hawaudal, Hada Yahudu. And what does that mean? Hada literally means Taba, to turn, to repent, to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance. Why were the Jews called Alladina Hadu? Two reasons are given. First of all, because they repented from the worship of the calf. So when they repented, they were known as those who repented. Alladina Hadu. This is how much Allah liked their repentance. Secondly, it is said that they called themselves Hadu after one of their ancestors whose name was Yehuda. And who was that? He was the son of Yaqub salam. Remember those 12 sons? One of them, his name was Yehuda. And the descendants, what did they call themselves? Yehudi. Alladina Hadu. Those people who became Jews. Who are they? Those people who believed in Musa salam, and all the prophets that were sent to them. And they followed the Torah. They believed in the Torah. They lived by the Torah. One Nasara and the Christians. And Nasara is a plural of Nasrani. And who is Nasrani? A Christian person. Why are they called Nasara? Because it is said that this is from Nasr. And what does Nasr mean? To help. Isa salam, he faced a lot of opposition when he was a prophet. When he came as a prophet, he faced a lot of opposition. So those people who believed in him, he asked the people, Who will be my Ansari ilallah? Who will be my helpers? So those people who believed in him, who responded to his call, they were known as Nasrani. Why? Because they helped Isa salam. They helped the cause of Isa salam. Some have said that this is derived from the word Nazareth. That is where Isa salam was from. Wasabi'een. Asabi'een is the plural of Sabi. And the scholars have greatly differed concerning who these people are. Some have said that they were a sect of Christians. Others have said that no, they were a sect of the Jews. Others have said that no, they were the sect of the Majus, the fire worshippers. Some have said that they were like a part of the Ahlul Kitab, people of the book. But they're not Christians, they're not Jews. They are those people who believed in Yahya salam. They believed in Yahya salam. they followed him, and they lived by the guidance, the instructions that he gave them. Yahya was a prophet of Allah. And it is said that these people, they're known as the Mandaeans, and they're still present today in Iraq. They're very few in number, about 60 to 70,000 in number. And they're known as Subba by the locals. Whoever they are, we know that they did believe in Allah and His books and His messengers. right? They had the correct belief initially. And then eventually, obviously, they altered their religion and there were many misconceptions, misunderstandings. So they distorted their religion afterwards. As-Sabi'een. Who are they? Those people who believed in Yahya Over here, different groups of people are mentioned. Alladina Amanu, Ummat Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Walladina Hadu, the Jews. Wal-Nasara, the Christians. Wal-Sabi'een, and the followers of Yahya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that among them, Man Amana Billah, whoever believes in Allah, Wal-Yawm Al-Akhir, and also the last day. 
Al-Akhir from the root letters Hamza Khara. Whoever amongst them believes in Allah and the last day, meaning the hereafter, and not just believe, but also, وَعَمِلَ And he performed صَالِحًا Righteous. Meaning he also performed righteous deeds. He believes in Allah in the last day, and secondly, he also performs the righteous deeds. Then such people, فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ For them is their reward. أَجْرُهُمْ Hamza جِيمْ رَا أَجْر Reward. For them is their reward, عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ With their Lord, وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And they will have no fear on them, nor will they grieve. خَوْف خَوَوْفَ يَحْزَنُونَ حَزَيْنُونَ What is خَوْف? خَوْف is fear about future. Something that a person may suffer in the future. A blessing that a person may lose in the future. And يَحْزَنُونَ حُزْن is about the past. Why did I do that? What was I thinking? I wish such and such had not happened. I wish such happened instead. Fear, grief. These people, Allah says, they will have no fear, they will have no grief. This ayah is a verse that is greatly misunderstood by people. You know why? Because they take it out of context and they look at it by its own. The thing is, if you look at the entire context, what is being mentioned in the previous verse? The crimes that the Bani Israel committed. And that they incurred the wrath of Allah, the punishment of Allah. Humiliation, disgrace, poverty was struck on them because of their crimes. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this verse that all of the Bani Israel were not like that. There were those among them who were righteous, who were believing, who were obedient. And those who were obedient, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them their reward. And they will have no fear, no regret in the hereafter. This verse is not telling us that in order to be successful in the hereafter, all you need to do is believe in Allah and the last day. No. Is that what is necessary if you want to be successful in the hereafter? Is belief in the angels not necessary? Belief in the prophets of Allah? Of course, if you believe in Allah, you will believe in whatever He has told you, whatever He has commanded you, whichever messenger He has sent. This verse does not mean that any Jew, any Christian, even today, whether or not they believe in the Prophet wasallam, they are fine. No. We have read earlier, the Bani Israel were told, that believe in the Prophet ﷺ, believe in the Qur'an. So we cannot take this verse by itself and ignore the rest of the verses. This verse means success is not dependent on what group you belong to. No, success in the hereafter depends on what? Your belief and your actions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not generalize that just because this person is Muslim, Jannah. Just because this person is this, hellfire. No, it comes down to every single individual. Similarly, just because the majority of the Bani Israel were criminals doesn't mean that those who are righteous among them will not be rewarded. No, Allah will give them their reward. They will have no fear, no grief in the hereafter. This is the meaning of this verse. فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And this shows us about the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How just Allah is. What do we typically do? We generalize. That just because a person is from a particular group, whatever you know, opinion we have about them, whatever belief we have about them, this is what we say concerning that person. We stereotype people and groups. But this is incorrect. Allah says in the Qur'an that, Allah does not waste the reward of any person, whether male or female. Every single person, whoever believes, whoever does righteous, he will be rewarded. Another important thing that we see in this verse is that a person who believes and does righteous deeds, what's the reward? لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون. Whenever you think of death, are you afraid? Be honest. What fear do you have? 
Why are you afraid? What is it that scares you about the hereafter? That I'll be questioned about my actions. I'll be questioned about what I said. I'll be questioned about what I did. What I did with the blessings that Allah gave me. What answers do I have? Whenever we think about the hereafter, we feel unprepared. This is why we are afraid. I don't have enough good deeds. And I know that I have done this and this and this wrong. I've made these mistakes. And I haven't done such and such, which I know I should be doing. This is what? Khawf. Who can come out of this khawf? The person who believes and amila salihan. Like for example, if a person is walking into the examination hall, he's afraid, he's terrified. Why? He hasn't prepared enough. He hasn't prepared properly. And there's another person who walks in. He is nervous. However, he's somewhat confident. Why? Because he has prepared. So who becomes free of khawf? Man amana billahi wal yawm al-akhir wa amila saliha. We just worry and worry and we don't do anything until that worry goes away and we start enjoying our world. No, we need to do something. Similarly, when you think about death, you think about the mistakes that you've made, meaning the regrets that you have. I wish I had not done something. I wish you know, such and such had happened instead. Who can come out of this huzn? The one who does something good. For example, if a person has done something bad in the past, follow it up with good actions. So the one who does good deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses him with no fear and no grief. He will have no fear and no grief. And this especially isn't the hereafter. That when they are in Jannah, they will have no fear of the rewards of Jannah being taken away from them. No grief of what they did in the past. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will satisfy them with the reward that He will give them. فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَإِذِ اسْتَسْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ فَقُلْنَا اضْرِبْ بِعَصَاكَ الْحَجَرُ فَانْفَجَرَتْ مِنْهُ اثْنَتَا عَشْرَةَ عَيْنًا قَدْ عَلِمَ كُلُّ أُنَاسٍ مَشْرَبَهُمْ كُلُوا وَاشْرَبُوا مِنْ رِزْقِ اللَّهِ وَلَا تَعْثَوْا فِي الْأَرْضِ مُفْسِدِينَ وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى لَنْ نَصْبِرَ عَلَى طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ فَادْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ فَادْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ يُخْرِجْ لَنَا مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ مِنْ بَقْلِهَا وَقِثَّائِهَا وَفُومِهَا وَعَدَسِهَا وَبَصَلِهَا قَالَ أَتَسْتَبْدِلُونَ الَّذِي هُوَ أَدْنَى بِالَّذِي هُوَ خَيْرٍ اهْبِطُوا مِصْرًا فَإِنَّ لَكُمْ مَا سَأَلْتُمْ وَضُلِبَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ الذِّلَّةُ وَالْمَسْكَنَةُ وَبَاءُوا بِغَضَبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَيَقْتُلُونَ النَّبِيِّينَ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ ذَلِكَ بِمَا عَصَوْا وَكَانُوا يَعْتَدُونَ 
Never trade what is superior for the inferior. That we should always be grateful for whatever Allah has given us. Even if we want something different, we should be grateful for what Allah has given us because that is better for us. Be content with whatever you have been given. To eliminate fear, get ready, be prepared. Even for the most basic of things, ask Allah. Don't be proud because then you'll start looking down on everything else. Instead of being obsessed with these worldly things, we should run towards Allah. The one who always turns to Allah will never suffer from distress and worry and fear and grief and loss. That we should not generalize. There is no harm in using Allah's blessings to make our lives more convenient. Never be wasteful. Don't be stingy, don't be wasteful. Spend wisely, use wisely. If you're grateful, Allah will give you more. Make dua yourself along with or before asking other people to make dua for you. Make dua and also strive. When you want something, make sure your manner of asking is nice. I want you to write these down. You can say gems. And inshallah we can perhaps have a gem board and start putting such things so that when people are coming, they can also learn from what we have learned. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.